Welcome to The Gradebook, a Tampa Bay Times podcast on Florida education issues. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek, and it's January 23rd. Today, our guest is Andrew Pollack, the newly appointed, then removed, but awaiting reappointment to the State Board of Education in Florida. His daughter, Meadow, was killed in the Parkland High School shooting back in February last year, and he has school security high on his agenda. We'll just go straight to our interview where he talks to us about his priorities for his time serving the state of Florida. Mr. Pollock, I'd like to thank you for taking some time to talk with me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm just uh, my pleasure to be on. Now, I understand that you have said that you believe that you will be reappointed to the state board by the new governor. And and I just am curious why you would even want to be on the state board of education in the first place. Why would I want to be on? Board of Education. Yes, sir. Uh, it's, it's very important to me because the safety of our kids and our teachers uh, mean a lot to me being affected by it firsthand, what happened in Broward. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to implement a lot of the uh, recommendations, have them implemented from this commission and from the safety bill that we got passed, see that they're implemented. That would mean a lot to me to create a safer environment for all the kids and teachers. We're losing a lot of teachers at record numbers in the state of Florida. Uh, part of it, uh, one of the reasons is to safety for the teachers. Safety and pay is a big thing. Now, so I think uh, me being on the board could bring a lot uh, to the to trying to implement recommendations uh, by the president and uh, from the MSD commission and the bill also that was passed. You have uh, bureaucrats like Robert Runcie that are running school districts that don't know the meaning of urgency or uh, accountability. So hopefully uh, we could help help counties like Broward and other counties move along and put safety at at an urgency. How do you see the state board itself doing that? Because they're so much of a policy organization rather than an, an implementation group. Diversionary programs and these social experiments brought by uh, the Obama administrations are policies implemented in the, in, within the school districts, aren't they? Yes. Okay, so that's policy, right? Yes. So that's what I'd like to play a role on, ending those that don't help kids and set them up for failure and putting policies in place that set them up for success. Are there specific programs or policies that you would really like to pursue? Well, the the one that let my daughter get murdered and the other 16 people and the one that the president ended uh, in his recommendations are these Obama-era leniency policies. That's what I'd like to see ended. Uh, The president uh, rescinded their support at a federal level, and I'd like to see that implemented and put policies in place that help kids and don't hurt them. Is there anything that you're thinking of specifically, or is it more just like a broad range of trying to find the best thing? Well, yeah, there's there's programs uh, that I've been looking at right now that are going to actually could help kids instead of uh, set them up for failure. Like uh, like superintendents, like the one that we have in Broward. So I'm new to it, and I'm looking into it, and I want to come up with a program that works for kids. Like I said, not hurts them. That's one thing. And a lot of the policies also in place on safety. Those are policies, right? Sure. 
safety is policies, what they do at the schools. You know, if they don't report crimes or under-report crimes, those are policies. So we could we could take a good look at that uh, on, on the Department of Education. Now, I know that the school boards have a lot to do with, in for instance, Broward County, the hiring of the staff who then are supposed to put into place all these policies. Do you, do you think that the school boards need to do more as well? And where do you see the state board and the school boards maybe working together? Well, that, that's a great suggestion. I feel that if you think about it, what a school, the people on the school board, even myself, just putting them uh, school boards down, we're not experts in security, okay, and they're making security decisions. You know, the right people should be there. There's, I think they have, they have that school, safe, school safety uh, initiative that they put together, a new department with, with school safety at the state level, and they should take uh, safety more into their hands and take it away from school boards and superintendents. The experts should be looking into policies that work, and it should be uh, a universal policy that could be followed throughout the state when it comes to code red drills and hard corners. It should be universal. Do you still think that there should be some local control or some local oversight? Because, for instance, a teeny little county in the panhandle might not have anywhere near the same issues as Broward or Miami. Of course. Yeah, every It's different city to city, you know, in some areas. But that's something that needs to be looked at when it comes to uh, security and, and policies. But certain policies could be the same. Uh, a code red policy could be the same throughout the whole state. Uh, hard corners, uh, a hard corner in a room is really in the same area in every room. And it's going to be along the wall, uh, you know, where the door is. So there's certain policies that could be the same, and then there's certain that are going to be different. Beyond school safety and security issues, are there other things that you would be looking to accomplish on the state board? Well, I just said, I mentioned the policy with the diversionary programs. Mm-hmm. That... Uh, that in, in the big picture creates an unsafe environment at schools for teachers and for students. But I want to take a big role. I, I'd like the Department of Education to look into those policies. And the governor uh, mentioned it also in his inauguration speech about these so, the social experiment that the superintendent Runcie brought to Broward that ended up getting my daughter killed. So we're going to look into those social experiments too that, that were brought to Florida from from that superintendent and spread throughout the state and the country. So the, the president's going to put an end to it, and hopefully we put an end to it in, uh, in the state of Florida and, and come up with new policies that actually work. Do you have strong views on things like charter schools and vouchers and things of that nature that have been you know, bandied about throughout the state for a while? Well, after I can't – I'm new to it, so I can't really uh... – comment on the whole state but if i was a parent in broward county i would want a choice i wouldn't want to send my kid to a public school in broward county with the superintendent like robert runcie running it you know so it's great i'm all for parent choice uh parents shouldn't be limited to their uh, zip code and, and more choices it makes for competition and it brings the level of education up so I'm all for charter schools. I'm all for private schools. I'm all for virtual schools. I'm for public schools. You know, parents should have the choice to send their kids uh, to the best school possible. 
Do you stay active in Broward County issues after you get on the state board? Because it sounds to me like you have some very specific concerns, obviously, about Broward County. Do you stay involved with those people at the same time? Well, right now I'm I'm involved because the incompetence in Broward. Uh, you know, already the removed was the SOE uh, was removed from office. Uh, the sheriff was removed from office. And all these people are unethical, uh, unethical leaders. And there's still more. So, sure, I'm going to be involved in Broward. I have a lawsuit going on. My daughter was murdered in Broward. And there's people that need to be held accountable. So I'm going to be involved with, in Broward holding these people accountable. But I'm also able to go at, at a state level and try and, you know, you got to see what happened in the past to prevent the future. So I'll bring to the table uh, that when it comes to these policies that don't work uh, so we could avoid another mass shooting uh, in other parts of the state, you know, as much as I can, I'm going to try and prevent it. So Broward County, yeah, I have unfinished business in Broward, but I don't want to stay in Broward the rest of my life. I understand. So, so you went to one board meeting already and then you kind of got caught up in the mix of whose appointee were you and (sighs) Yeah. And so now I guess I'm wondering what what did you see at the board meeting? Did you see anything that you thought was good or bad things that you might want to have the board do just functionally? Because a lot of times it hasn't been that much of an effective board. Well, I think that uh, from getting meeting with the other board members and uh, the chairwoman, uh, the chair is she's incredible. Uh, and the other guy, you know, the other people I met, uh, they really look, want to get some things accomplished. And we have a new commissioner, uh, Richard Corcoran, who wants to get some things done. So I think we're going to be able to get uh, move forward and make some policy changes. Or else what, what's the sense of being on it if you can't make any change? That's a very good question. You know, so uh, hopefully uh, me coming on there and, and the commissioner Corcoran, uh, we'll, we'll push for some changes in, in the right direction. Now, I noticed the other day I read a couple of articles where the, after the governor rescinded the appointments and you had said, like, I'm not so concerned about that. I'm just wondering what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. I just got to know. Did you have a good dinner? Oh, I had the best, man. I went for the the best Indian food in Broward County. It's called uh, Indian Indian Kitchen. And it's my favorite food uh, in the county, Indian Kitchen on Sample Road. It's just unbelievable. They have a chicken tikka masala that uh, that knocks your socks off, and you can't even. I can't even get in there on the weekends. I really just go during the week because it's not as crowded. But uh, that's my favorite food. If anybody wants to know. So, so have you spoken with the governor? Has he told you what his plans are for the appointments at this point? Yeah, I'm not. Like I said, I'm, it's the furthest thing on my mind worrying that the governor's going to reappoint me. You know what I mean? I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and, and I'm already, I'm, I still have a meeting tomorrow involved with the Department of Education. Uh, I'm still going to go on it like I'm still a board member. And I want to educate myself. Like I said, I'm not an expert in everything, but to learn, you got to educate yourself. So tomorrow I'll be visiting an F school in Broward County. Uh, to learn why this school in Broward's been an F school for three years. So that's what I'll be doing tomorrow. Hopefully we we could help uh, pull that school out. If the, the kids shouldn't be subject to F uh, grades for three years. So let, I want to see what's going on there and what we could do or what we could help them with. And 
I'm moving forward like I'm still on the board. You know, I really didn't, nothing really changed. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me, and I'm sure we'll be in touch going forward as all these issues progress, because we'll want to hear what you have to say. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime you want to talk with the board meetings, I'm happy to tell you, you know, what's going on. And, and like I said, those are policies that mean a lot to me. And the president re- uh, rescinded them. And for me to be able to rescind them in Brow into not Broward, well, Broward and the rest of the state and put programs in place that help children set them up for success. It's, I'm all about it. That's the end of our interview and the end of our podcast. If you would like to participate in this conversation, please go to our Facebook page, Tampa Bay Times Gradebook. To keep up on the latest in Florida education breaking news, go to our blog, tampabay.com slash gradebook. Thanks for subscribing to this podcast. If you do, you can find it on Google and Apple. And we look forward to having more readers, more listeners. Please share as much as you can and send us your ideas if you'd like to hear something that we haven't thought of. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek. Thanks again for listening.